So $800 a year might be what Canadians are looking at when it comes to just the food we throw away. Now, this is based on some research by our next guest, who I can't wait to hear about how he was able to conduct his findings and discover this number. He's an adjunct professor at the Ivy Business School at Western University, Dr. Paul Vanderwerf. Dr. DeWerf, thank you so much for making the time. I really appreciate it. My pleasure. It's my pleasure to be here. So we're talking about, you know, kind of a rough number of about $800 a year on food waste. This is based on research that you did a few years ago, and now we're accounting for inflation. When you initially started looking into this, that number looked a little bit closer to $600 a year. But the way that you were able to conduct that research, I think, is so interesting. And I want you to tell our listeners what it is that you went through and what you did to try to find this number. Yeah, exactly. So... What I like to do is, is, is very precise research. So what I did with, with, with permission of households um, who had completed the survey and, and said, yeah, it's, it's okay if you do some research um, with us, I asked them if I could collect their household garbage samples on their garbage collection day. And I did that with a series of households, a couple of hundred households, um, and this was in the city of London. And what I then did was I took that uh, waste to a, to a place and, and with a team physically separated the waste into its different categories, including food waste, paper recyclables, and, and, and so on, and was able to come up with, uh, you know, a quantity of food waste generated by, by those households and then by calculating, you know, roughly the average of a kilogram of food by different food types was able to come up with that initial $600 number. So clearly uh, so, not afraid of really getting your hands dirty and really getting in there to do some some serious research. No, I mean, this could, this could have been for the faint I mean, of heart. It's not super, glamour, it's not super <laughs> glamorous stuff that people flock to and say, hey, can I help you? Um, but it was something I've been involved sort of you know, professionally in the field for the last 35 years and developed actually quite a bit of expertise doing that, you know, collecting garbage samples, understanding what the composition is for municipalities and, and companies and so on. So it was something that I'd already done. And I just, it's just a very precise way of, of doing things. I get people's permission. Um, I didn't tell them when I was, you know, what, what week I was going to collect their garbage sample, because I assumed there'd be some good behavior right. for a couple of weeks, but uh, went in and collected that. And I mean, it's really insightful what people throw away in general and what types of food and so on people throw away. Well, it's, I have so uh, many questions uh, in terms of, you know, what it is that people are disposing of. But let's just clarify, this was something that you conducted Four years ago. And at that time, yeah. you, after going through all of these people's waste, these different households' waste, figured out that the, the cost or the amount of food that was being thrown away was roughly what? It was roughly $600. And that's so, like I said, that was based on sort of the kilograms of food that I found per household. And then I determined what the value of food was, made some calculations, and came up with that number. And I would say that that's actually you know, a fairly conservative number. If I look around on the internet, I see much higher numbers that I assume took a different approach. So quite comfortable with that number as a as an absolute minimum and quite comfortable saying, hey, you know what, with inflation and post-COVID and all the things that are happening, that number would be closer to $800 a year per household and at minimum. I And I, I'm glad that you said that at minimum, because I would imagine that some households are throwing away a lot more than that. I think that we have um, a real privileged perspective and standpoint here um, for a lot of Canadians in terms of the things that we get rid of. We've talked about this on the show before. 
just kind of paint a picture for us then, Paul, of what it was that people were throwing away. What surprised you? Yeah, so for your first comment, I couldn't agree more. There's a really big range of, of the amount of food that gets thrown out from literally some houses throwing out nothing to people throwing out, like, unbelievable amounts. And so what you see, you know, first first off would be sort of produce, you know, fruits and vegetables, things that break down and de- start to decompose and rot and so on fairly quickly. Okay. Uh, so you see quite a bit of that. Uh, we see quite a bit of bread. Um, you know, sometimes we see chocolate and chips and stuff like that. Like, I didn't think it, you know, it was possible to actually throw any of that kind of stuff away. But then we would also see interesting, like more expensive things like meat, like proteins, you know, that are, you know, quite costly. And, you know, I wouldn't see this all the time, but I would see whole chickens. I would see people throw away steaks um, still in the package. And so, you know, that really... That really fascinated me as somebody who's purchased food for for a long time and 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 would never think, you know, would never throw that out. You know, I would figure out some way not to waste that waste that money. But it was really really interesting the different types of, of, of waste that I saw. And I would see sometimes people I don't know like just, you know, they would buy their groceries for a week and I think at the end of the week they thought, oh, I didn't eat this stuff. I better just throw it all away. And uh, so there was there was certainly some of that kind of activity at some of the households that I looked at. I wonder if there was any sort of um, a generational theme that you noticed. I've got my father-in-law staying with us right now for a month and he obviously is from a different generation than I am. And I feel like we're pretty good and pretty responsible with food waste, but there are some things that end up getting tossed. And I feel like with him staying with us, I'm being watched like a hawk, and now I'm suddenly much more aware of it. So is this something that was kind of learned from from maybe certain generations that didn't really think that food waste was as important to consider? Did you notice any themes there? Yeah, you know what? I didn't look at that directly, but I mean, like, I grew up in a household of, uh, you know, kids that had grown up through the Second World War in, in Amsterdam and suffered real food insecurity. And, and so we never wasted anything in our house sort of kind of growing up. And we we're very careful with all that because they understood scarcity. Sure, and, yeah. and, you know, the, the, the younger generations, you know, fortunately, for the most part, have not uh, suffered that. So they look at food a little bit differently because they've never, they've never been, you know, they've never been without. So there certainly is a generational thing. You know, the research specifically did not look at that, but I know that there is. And typically, well, I mean, the research would show that older people generally would throw out less food waste than, you know, the younger people. And that sort of speaks to your question about, yeah, is there a difference between the generations? And again, it comes down to Scarcity, not having, you know, in Canada being fortunate not to have lived through wars and, and, and that kind of strife that often brings about that kind of scarcity. Yeah, I mean, I think that our relationship with food and the way that we approach it is really interesting. And it can be it can be really personal depending on what it was that you grew up with. And, and, and I think there's a lot that really plays into it. You know, when you look at the landscape of Canada, the way that we shop, the way that we purchase groceries, it's very common to go to big um, bulk stores without naming names. Did you find that households yeah. that seem to be shopping in places like that were just ultimately throwing away more food too? And again, you know, didn't, you know, didn't ask those sorts of questions, but yeah, no, I know exactly what you're, 
what you're talking about. And, and part of what I did sort of over and above sort of measuring and coming up with this number was then developed an intervention or a strategy that I presented to households and tested on households that really sort of focused on, hey, you know what, you know, here's so much money you're wasting. You want to save some of that? Here's some stuff, you know, here's some things you can do. And it really comes down to educating people to try to match what they're actually going to need uh, with what they're with what they're buying. I mean, that's a real critical thing. But you're right. I mean, we we go to a grocery store or whatever sort of store and we're, you know, either, you know, stuff in bulk, which is great in a, in, in a way if you can finish it. It's mm-hmm. not great if you don't or two for ones or, you know, all these sort of, you know, I mean, food retailers are in the business of selling food. So they're going to try to sell you as much as they can sell you. So it just requires some some discipline. But I think, you know, when we see, you know, just call it $800 sort of lost, and then, you know, we have 10% increase in food prices over the last couple of years due to inflation. I mean, that adds some real pressure to a lot of households and pressure that I think that can be relieved by just smarter purchasing of food. And it's important now to to bring this up and, you know, obviously to talk about your research that, as we said, you conducted four years ago. But now we, we bring it up to say that, look, that number of $600 a year being wasted on food now increasing to $800 a year is really important to focus on because we're seeing such an increase in in what we were just talking about in food scarcity for so many Canadians. 43% increases in food banks, um, campus food banks now seeing huge demand. So yeah. there's a lot at stake here, isn't there? Yeah, there totally is. And just and, and just as an aside as well, we did update that uh, research a couple of years during COVID and still found similar uh, numbers, uh, even with, with people staying at home. So we did update that, uh, that work a bit. But yeah, you know, I mean, on the one hand, you know, I do research to help households who have so much food that they can't figure out how to not throw some of that out. And, and it's just such a thick irony that, you know, there is considerable food scarcity uh, in, the, in, in this country and people really challenged to find their, find their next meal. So it's, 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 you know, how do we sort of marry those two things together, you know, so that, you know, those of us that are privileged enough to be able to buy more than enough food for ourselves, actually think about that a little bit and, 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 uh, Try to figure that out, and, and part of that intervention, I mean, it was a bit too complicated to make it really work properly. Was hey, you know, my intervention was here's some strategies to save money, put some more money in your pocket, and then the sort of the social part of it was would you consider contributing some of that money to to uh, you know to organizations that help the food insecure? Like again, too many steps probably to make it really work, but that was really my sort of grand design and kind of what I was thinking about. So on the one hand. You know, some of us are so prosperous and privileged. And on the other hand, I see people looking for their next meal. And it just in a country that's prosperous and this wealthy, that just it just doesn't make sense to me. Well, Dr. Vanderwerf, thank you so much for your research and for making the time. I, I want to let the listeners know that you are talking to us all the way from Amsterdam. So uh, carving out some time yeah. in your schedule for us uh, is something that My I pleasure. can't thank you enough for. I uh, really appreciate it, but I'll let you get back to enjoying Europe. And uh, <laughs> thank you again. Awesome. All right. Take care. Of course. Thank you. you too. All right. Bye-bye. That's Dr. Bye-bye. Paul Vanderwerf, adjunct professor at the Ivy Business School out of Western University. And now with inflated food prices, that might mean families are spending about $800 a year just on food waste. Do you think that that number is something that is realistic for your household?